Okay, Tsarayim Tov, everyone. We now begin our fourth class in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha, which is written by a student of Rav Itcher Meyer Morgenstern. And uh, we spent the first three classes going through the Mavo HaSefer, the introduction to the Sefer. Today on page Lamed Dalid, for the next three pages, we have what's called the Psichas HaSefer, which means the opening to the Sefer. I'm going to ask you, what's there an introduction and an opening? Well, the introduction is just giving us the focus of what the book's going to talk about. The opening... The title of the opening is Eich Zochim Lahargish Es Or HaShabbos. How do you merit to feel the light of Shabbos? The introduction said what Shabbos is all about. Shabbos where you feel, you're able to experience the light of Hashem that shows you the true reality beneath reality. That's what Shabbos is all about. And that's where all the, the uh, tranquility comes from, which we spent three days discussing. Now we're going to get down to the actual question. How do you merit to feel that light of Shabbos? We're told, well, Shabbos, a taste of the world to come. Hashem illuminates a spiritual light. You could see things with this light that you can't. It's like it's like infrared light. It's like, a, what do you call those tests? An ultrasound. Now, I just see you, Marshall. I see a sweater, a shirt underneath that. I guess there's an undershirt and sits us there. And maybe there's a chest full of hair under there or whatever. But but then that's as far as I can see. But if I say that's everything Marshall is, I'd be very wrong. Now I take an ultrasound, I take an x-ray, and I see what's inside there. Ooh, there's a heart beating. Maybe it's beating well, maybe it needs a little improvement. But that's why you need a special machine to see it. Shabbos says, let's take a look at the world. The world looks like what we see it, but Shabbos puts it, it's the x-ray. Let's really see what's going on. If you really look hard, now even when you have an x-ray and an ultrasound, but if you take it to the, to the what do you call it, atomic level, what happens when you take Marshall to the atomic level? Then I see protons, neutrons, and electrons flying all over the place. Whoa. And the energy binding it. And energy binding it together. Whoa. Now, if I take a more sophisticated tool that has not yet been invented, but it is, it's called Shabbos. Shabbos is able to even see the deeper picture that Hashem is making it all happen. So how do you merit before they invent this? I mean, it's there. It's like you have an x-ray machine. What if you don't know how to use it? An ultrasound shot, but I don't know how to use it. You're not going to get the, it's the, you can get the end, you don't know how to use it. Or better yet, you take the x-ray, you take the ultrasound, then where does it go? It goes to somebody who reads it and knows what all those squiggly lines mean, right? You show it to me, it's a waste of time. I said, I don't know what it's telling me. Shabbos it is, is producing a frequency, but I just can't read it. I don't know what's going on. So how do we merit to feel the light of Shabbos? How can I be that expert? What do they call those people who can read the uh, the test results? Radiologists. That's what they're called. What about an X-ray? Yeah, radiologist. Also radiologist. Oh, okay. How do you become a Shabbosologist? How do you become a Shabbosologist? Okay. How, how am I going to see it? How am I going to? How am I going to experience it? 
So that is the question that everybody who learns this says, how do we merit to acquire this light? To be able to see the reality and to be close to Hashem and cling to Hashem and realize Enod Mavada, but to live in that reality, how do you live that way? So he says there are three fundamental issues that we have to deal with. If you're not going to work on these three things, and you have to have all three, it's all or nothing, guys. If you say, well, this one I like, the other two I don't like, forget it. You got to be prepared for three things. And that's got to be your focus. Those three things can get you to that goal. So let's start with the first one. The first one is called Lechapesh Esashchina. Search for the Shechina. Number one, since the whole essence and the light of Shabbos Kodesh is a day that Hashem reveals Himself to us and He opens for us an entranceway to cleave and get close to Hashem. So it's understood that the first thing we need to do to receive the light is to want the light. You got to want it, No. What if you're not interested in the light? What if on Shabbos I'm only interested eating a lot, sleeping a lot, socializing with my friends, and doing my obligations, what I have to, I don't really like it, but I have to go to shul, okay? Are you going to feel the light if you're not even looking for the light? Only a Jew who's looking for Hashem, he's looking for that closest of Hashem, will he ever be able to merit to fulfill that in his life? Or at least, let's say, he wants to fulfill it in his life with that delicious, pleasant, closest of Hashem that it, mamish, it bothers you that you don't have it. If you really want it, only such a person can get the light of Shabbos. Now, if you don't even know there's a light of Shabbos out there, forget it. And if you know there's a light, you say, I don't know if I really want it. I mean, I'm pretty happy the way it is. My Shabbos are pretty nice. I really like Shabbos. You're never going to experience it. Just forget it. Right? Even if you're a person who does all 613 mitzvahs, you keep kosher, you you buy food for Shabbos, you made a brach on everything you ate on Shabbos, you went to shul, you went to a nice minion that doesn't talk, and you sang zmiros on Shabbos, you did everything a Jew does. But you know what you don't have? You don't have the taste of Shabbos. Because the whole essence of Shabbos, the taste, what makes Shabbos taste so good, is the revelation of Hashem that is in this world. Okay? So if you if you don't if you don't have that connection, how is that going to be revealed in your service to Hashem? That's, that's the first thing. You know, they say the famous story, Rabbi Yudanus was having a meal and the Caesar came and visited him on Shabbos and he ate the food and he says it was so good, it was amazing. He said, you got to give me the recipe. He gives the recipe. The Caesar goes to his palace. He gives the chef the recipe. He cooks it. He says, it doesn't taste the same. He calls, he calls Rabbi Yudanus. He says, what are you fooling me? So I didn't fool you. So how does it taste the same? Because you guys are missing an ingredient. What's the ingredient? I'm the richest man in the world. Tell me I'll get the ingredient. So you can't buy this ingredient. The ingredient is called Shabbos. 
You know why it tastes so good? Because you're tasting Hashem in the food. But that's only comes on Shabbos. It doesn't come on Wednesday. So therefore, you want you want this shot just like you know, it's very exact. We I like food. I don't know about you guys, but I really like food. But I won't eat all food. If the food is, is not to my taste buds, could be to yours, but not to mine. I ain't gonna eat it. As I say, why waste calories on something I don't like? I have something geschmack that I like. I'll I'll go for two, three thousand calories. Maybe I shouldn't, but it's I, I can't help it. I love it. I love it. So if Shabbos doesn't taste good, you don't want it. If Shabbos tastes good, that's something you want. Now, how does it taste good? It's it's from Hashem that makes it taste good. And that's why in footnote 21, Chafalov, he says a remarkable thing. He says, how come Jews innately have a better gishmak, a better taste of the holidays, but on Shabbos it's a lot harder? Many Jews find it's a little easier to, to enjoy Pesach, to enjoy Shavuos, to enjoy Sukkot. But it's harder to enjoy Shabbos. Why? The answer is, it's a profound answer, is that the holidays, the light of Hashem is revealed based on our tools that we already have. For example, what happens on Pesach? Pesach, a light does illuminate. It is a light of the reality of Hashem and the unity of Hashem. That sounds like Shabbos, but there's a big difference. Here comes the difference. But it illuminates in a way that arouses the attribute of love. An attribute that I have inside of myself. Rosh Hashanah brings the divine Light in the way of Rosh Hashanah is revealed, which could be with Gvura, whatever. Every holiday associates with a different attribute. And innately, you have a little bit of connection to that attribute. You know, I, I have feelings of love. I have feelings of kindness. And Hashem is revealed through the lens of kindness. And I, I'm a shtickle kind, so I can relate to it. But on Shabbos, it's just the light without any filters at all. It's a light without any connection to be perceived through the filters of any of the seven spheros. And the light reveals itself in a way that nullifies every single thing of existence. Even the Midos. So the Shabbos doesn't have anything specifically that it brings out. Like, like Pesach brings out Chesed. Sukkot brings out Simcha. Rosh Hashanah brings out judgment. I can relate to that. But Shabbos doesn't bring out anything. Shabbos is Hashem, period, of Enod Novato. Just recognize Hashem and nullify yourself to it. So if you don't feel that close to Hashem, you're going to believe that that feeling is beyond what I can handle. Remember, you can only pour into a glass what the glass can hold. Hashem on Pesach pours love. My glass has a special love container. 
And he can hold it, because that's who I am. Shabbos pours in, there's nothing else but Hashem, and you're nothing. Well, my container doesn't hold that yet. It doesn't naturally come to me. So that's why it's harder to get the Shabbos. However, he says another interesting thing. So then what do I need the holidays for at all? Let's just go right to Shabbos. He says beautifully, he says, you only can get to Shabbos if you get to the holidays. Through the light of the holidays, can you come to the light of Shabbos? Because Dafka, when the person recognizes some light of Hashem and some light that we recognize as it pertains to our understanding of life and our lives and our characteristics, and I can connect to that, I can connect to a, a diluted version of the light, then I can go higher and achieve the ultimate vacus of there's nothing else but Hashem. Because Shabbos is the essential revelation of Hashem through no filters at all. Without any relationship to mankind. And that's something that you got to really struggle because how do I understand the world if not through my world? And Shabbos is to understand the world not through your world, through Hashem that's before the world. Shabbos is taking us to a point before creation. And I have a lot of trouble dealing with before creation. I have no idea what that is. Pesach, Shua, Sukkot, that already is in creation. And I have more of a handle on that. So if I can first appreciate Hashem through the attributes that I have, that he manifests as a filter, and I have some connection with Hashem from the holidays, then I can freely get to Shabbos. That's why the holidays are called Mikra Kodesh. A call out of holiness. Because they're calling out and preparing us for holiness. It's calling up Mikra Kodesh. It's calling us to Kodesh. But Shabbos isn't Mikra. It's, it's Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos is Kodesh. And that's what makes it much more difficult to appreciate Shabbos than on a young Okay. So now, so let's go back to our main point. You got to want it. And that's why there's so many good Jews, lots of good from Jews, Torah observant. They mamish keep every Allah in Shabbos. But they don't feel the taste of Shabbos. Even if they feel the taste of the holidays and the taste of Torah. But if, because if you haven't yet accustomed yourself to search for the essential connection with Hashem, it's very hard to taste the Shabbos. But when you turn to search for it always, you'll be so happy when it comes. Okay. And even if it doesn't come, but that's still what you're yearning for. Just like, for example, with parents. A child who is happy if his father gets honor. Well, your father got honored at a banquet. We're talking about a child who loves his father and the father loves the child. Your father has gets covered. I feel good about this. Even though you didn't get anything. That's what the Messiah Shoram says in the 19th chapter, footnote 22 tells us. He says, certainly anyone who intends when he serves Hashem is to purify himself before the Creator. Why? 
so that you should sit in the world to come with the holy people and enjoy the Shekhinah and to get your reward in the world to come. If that's why you're serving Hashem, we can't say it's a bad intention. I'm serving Hashem, so I should get Yishmak and Elam Abba. But we can't say it's the best intention either. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, he's only interested in himself. At the end of the day, it's a form of self-serving spiritual narcissism. Now, it's much better than not believing in Hashem and, and finding physical narcissistic things. But you've just chosen a, a, a better pleasure. But the true intent that the real holy people get involved with is that I should serve Hashem only for His honor. Because when more people believe in Him and serve Hashem, that gives Hashem honor. And that will happen when a person focuses totally on his love for Hashem and he wants what's good for Hashem and he's so pained when things aren't good for Hashem. I'm doing things so it should be Hashem's honor and that's all that I want. So therefore, if you're trying to find the Dvekas, but you're not, you're still happy. Why? Because I'm working for Hashem and I'm trying to give Him honor. Because if it's all about Hashem, it's not all about you. You still have a little simcha I'm doing what is the best thing to be done. Although we would like it that you'd succeed and feel that closest yourself, but it's not about your personal pleasure. Therefore, the first fundamental prerequisite to acquire the light of Shabbos is, as it says in Hosea, L'chuv and Ashuv el Hashem, let us return to Hashem to search out that connection and how we are related to Hashem, everyone according to their level, and to scream out, Hashivedu, Hashem Elecha, Hashem bring us back to you. Let us merit to feel connected with you and that all our desires are to cleave to you and my whole energy and excitement and life comes from a connection with you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, footnote of Gimel adds, and says, therefore, the whole week before Shabbos, Sunday through Friday, what is the fundamental preparation? Every day we're supposed to prepare for Shabbos. Today you're supposed to be prepared for Shabbos. What is the preparation? That I am making a recommitment, a re-decision with greater strength to look harder to connect to Hashem in the Shekhinah this Shabbos. All six days, okay, how am I going to connect to Hashem more? I really want to connect to Hashem more. Again, let me give you a poor example. You booked your vacation months ago. Every week you get a little more excited. What am I going to do on that vacation? How am I going to maximize the pleasure? Am I just going to sit on a beach all day long? No, there's some interesting things you can do that I get. I've got to, I got to book them in advance. I got to prepare them. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm getting more excited. Ah, you've been to the Bahamas seven times already. It doesn't matter. I'm going to see something different this time. Okay, and that's what you have to be working on. And in the other Svarim, he has written the Tzaddik, how we achieved the Vekas in a general way through the power of Bittal. But here's the point. How do you prepare this? So one of the ways, one of the things you do is to establish for yourself every day a certain amount of time to talk to Hashem. We've mentioned this in previous form. You sit down, 
for five minutes in a quiet room and you talk to Hashem. So Hashem, Shabbos, Parshas, Noach is coming. I know normally Shabbos comes, I don't feel anything. Hashem, I want to feel this. I want to really feel the Shema. And you start talking, he says, and I know it's hard for me because I'm a, I'm a Shmo. And how can a Shmo like me feel the Shema? So I need help. I'm learning to safer, but I'm finding it challenging. But you're talking about, you're talking, but the more you talk to Hashem, believe me, when you talk to people, you feel connected to them. The more you speak to Hashem, the more you get used to feeling about Hashem the whole time, and that develops the connection. And that strengthens it. This is a big problem in all relationships now. Parent, child, spouse, student, teacher, no one's talking to anybody anymore. Texting, you know, but to, just sit down and tell me what, what you're feeling. That brings closeness. So you, you're going to, first thing you must have is this yearning, this incredible desire, I want to find the Shri. And if you don't have it, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to be, well, I'll keep Shabbos and if I happen to stumble upon the Shrina, that will be a lucky day. It's never going to happen. How often have you stumbled onto millions of dollars just by stumbling on it? Did you have to work hard and really want it? And even then you don't always get it. So that's what number one, it's got to be a priority and you're willing to, uh, it, and you really, really want it and you will not feel good until you have it. That's number one. Second foundation is to prepare for the Shabbos. Even if you really want it. But how do we know you're not daydreaming? How do we know you're not uh, fantasizing? How do I know you really want it? I really want to be a Talmud Chacham. Really? When was the last time you learned any Torah? Oh, that was years ago. Well, then what do you mean you want to be a Talmud Chacham? You can't be Talmud Chacham if you don't learn. Who are you fooling? So you want to get close to Hashem, so you got to take that desire and reveal it through your actions that are actually happening. As the Torah says about the manna, you will prepare that which you will bring. When a person prepares properly, he's doing something. He's spending time. That means he recognizes that what I, what's coming up, I appreciate the gift. And if you prepare properly and you want it, you will receive it with Hashem's kindness. So therefore, active preparation is good in two ways. On the one hand, the action proves that your desire is honest. Right? People have a lot of things. Oh, I want this, I want that, I want that. But what do you really want? You know what you really want? The thing you're spending time on. I really want to have a good relationship with my kid. How come you don't spend any time with him? Well, because I really want to enjoy hockey games. I really want to be a successful businessman. I really want to be healthy. I really want, well, you got a lot of really wants. So which ones do you really, really want? The one you're spending time on. So you actual prepper physically spending time going out of your way to get ready for the Shabbos in whatever way you're doing it, that tells us you're not daydreaming. You're not fantasizing. And number two, remember we said your hearts follow your actions. And when you do something to get ready for Shabbos, it gets your heart excited about this. 
And he says, this is a big avoda. Ma'od, ma'od, very much, quoting the Arizal. He says, Arizal says, you know, you got to prepare yourself to receive the extra energy on Shabbos. And he says, this is a big thing that the person purifies him during the week from the Kedusha Shabbos. Says the Sefer here, the main tool that Hashem gave us to merit the Shabbos is to prepare during the week. And we're not just talking about going to Sobeys and buying the meat. It's true, you got to do that too. But you got to prepare for Shabbos. How, how am I going to, what am I going to get close to Hashem? What am I going to do on Shabbos to get me close to Hashem? What kind of agenda have I set for Shabbos? Where am I going to, which shul am I going to dive? Am I going to dive a shul that makes me aware of it or a shul that I'm not aware of it? And what is this preparation? Well, the common denominator, there could be many preparations, but the common denominator is that the person is thinking about Shabbos during the weekday and he's yearning and waiting for it. It can't just say, well, I don't, I don't even think about Shabbos. Till Friday afternoon. Oh, and I got to leave early from work. Because, and that's that's when I start thinking about Shabbos. Whoa, you're way too late. Every day you got to think about Shabbos. That's why every day when we say the Shir Shalyom, the, the Psalm of the day, Hayom Yom Rishon B'Shabbos. It's the first day getting myself ready for Shabbos. So whatever you're doing, whatever it is, it's got to show that you're yearning for it and I'm... I'm thinking about it during the week. Again, the vacation, you think about months in advance. You're not even there. You're dreaming, oh, how wonderful it would be to sit under a palm branch, walk on the beach, get a nice suntan. I'm just dreaming about that. <laughs> so when you come, you're going to do that. <clears throat> you're not going to bring all your work with you. Part of the preparation, so everyone has to prepare according to their level. For some people, it's just preparing the food. But you still think about Shabbos. Others oh, a higher level. But including the preparation is to invest time to learn the Torah of that Shabbos or, or whatever has to do with Shabbos. Whether it's the Gemara Shabbos, the laws of Shabbos, and to think about the Hasidic understanding, the inner teachings about Shabbos. Like this Sefer is preparing for Shabbos. Every day we're preparing for Shabbos. To prepare the Parsha's Hashavua with its commentaries because every Parsha is hidden the light of that Shabbos. This week is going to be a unique light, light never before brought into world history and will never be revealed. It's the Shabbos of 5783 Parsha's Noach. It's the only Shabbos in world history that's like that. The special energy will only be available this Shabbos and it only will come if you go through the Parsha, understand the Parsha, and see how that applies to our lives today. That's how you prepare for Shabbos. Because one of the highlights of Shabbos is the Torah reading, which is on Shabbos. So that's so every day, you remember Sedra. You do one section, another section, another section. Wow, what's the relevance? How can I get closer to Hashem in this way? Another preparation is, is in part of yearning for the light of Shabbos and to arouse yourself in feelings and to ant anticipate the light of Shabbos, you think about it and you pray for it. 
every day when you're praying, you add a little bit more. Say, you know what, Hashem, please help me understand and feel the Shabbos. And also, finally, is to make the efforts to engage in the light of Shabbos all week long, which means all week long, you should bring in feelings of Shabbos. When what is that? Those are feelings of truth, of the unity of Hashem. Just like there's a special light that flows on Shabbos for you to appreciate that Hashem is running the world. So now that you know that on Shabbos, bring that into the week and see the Yad of Hashem in everything you do and connect to Hashem. If you heard the, the, the Parsha of the week and it said how you can how you're supposed to evaluate people and realize that Hashem is putting you in a situation. So the next time when the week comes up, well, what did you learn in the Parsha that's going to guide you in living your life? Somebody insulted you. Wait a minute. I have two ways of reacting. Reacting, the guy did it on his own or, or came through Hashem. Is there a question of me hating the guy or knowing what is the will of Hashem I should do? Applying the message of Shabbos into the week. And that's how you're keeping Shabbos the whole week. So that's the preparation before Shabbos, and that's the review after Shabbos. And that's how the light of Shabbos can also be with us during the weekday. Because remember, a spiritual light doesn't go away. It's just our awareness of it. Sometimes it's easier, but it's always possible. That's the second foundation. Third foundation, to make yourself holy. Because remember, up to now we've been talking about asetov, the doing good. The doing good is yearning for his doing good, preparing for his doing good. But remember, every asetov has a surmeira. Stay away from evil. So what's the evil we got to stay away from? The evil is we have to sanctify ourselves and distance ourselves from the klipos and the tibos and the lusts. Because the more that a person is covered with filthy klipos, his soul cannot feel the spiritual light. Can you imagine? You got the most expensive scotch, $1,000 for one shot. And your glass is filled with manure that you never cleaned out. It smells like manure. You pour that $1,000 of scotch in, ain't gonna taste that. If we're following all the excesses and all the lusts and has to show really not disgusting things, we look at things that we shouldn't look at, then the clea is filthy. So you think Shabbos, what Shabbos is going to look like when it's in that filthy glass? That's why it says, Kedoshim too, you should be holy. Through cleaning up, you got to get rid of the schmutz from your tool. And to the degree that we separate ourselves from Tumah and physicality, you will succeed in spirituality because you cannot have any type of level of spirituality without cleaning out and leaving the evil. And that's everyone according to their level. As great as the spiritual person is, the more greater you are, the more that schmutz can try to cling and you got to get rid of it. And that's such a fundamental point in service of Hashem that only if you close yourself out from the lusts of this world and according to your level, you, you strengthen yourself sanctify yourself the way you should to get that light. So therefore, according to your level, 
separate yourself from the lust, sanctify yourself more and more, and you can't achieve this without lots of serious work. Okay, we almost finished this entire chapter. Uh, it'll just be a little sikum. So God willing, tomorrow we will quickly review this and then move on to what the next. The third, the third one is get away from the evil. Make yourself holy. Get rid of the bad. Mm -hmm.